Welcome to Stratford Lutheran's Sermon Podcast. I am Pastor Alex, and this is a podcast that each week will deliver a new sermon message. These are taken directly from our ongoing sermon series, and you can find them in on YouTube if you would like to watch them, but these are here for your listening pleasure. And I am so thankful that you have taken this opportunity to hear this particular sermon. And as always, if you have any questions, you can reach out to me. I am on Instagram at quorum.dale.life. You can reach me at Undying Light Ministries as I host that podcast, Undying Light. And I'm a co-host of a Matter of Truth podcast. This is just a means to allow my sermons to uh, be listened to at your convenience as a listener. And again, I just want to say I am very appreciative of you taking this opportunity to listen. Now, here's this week's sermon. of the earth, 
being patient about it, until it receives the early and late rains, you also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the 
days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and violence take, take it by force. For the prophets and the law prophesied until John, and if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears, let him hear the gospel of our Lord. <laughs> In fact, most of the apostles and 
early church followers, the disciples of Christ, thought that he had come to free the Jewish people from Rome. And this is why John begins to develop these doubts in the back of his mind, because he is now seeing Jesus not freeing them from the Roman oppression, but healing and raising the dead and allowing the, the lame to walk. So Jesus is performing these miracles, but they have absolutely nothing to do with freeing the people from oppression. And so, they develop doubts. They have this wrong vision of who Jesus is. And I find that even still in today's church, we often struggle with this construct today. Because sometimes I feel as Christians, we expect a different Jesus. When we become Christians, we think that he's just going to fix all of our problems. He's going to fix the debts and all the financial issues in our life. He is going to make us healthy and whole. He's going to fix every broken relationship. Truth be told, we treat Jesus more of a, as a prescription medication than we do the actual Messiah. Only turning to him when we just need something, dropping in a quick prayer every once in a while, maybe cracking open our Bible and reading a verse or two, and then putting it back on our shelf. This is the sad reality that we face as Christians, asking ourselves this very question, who is Jesus? And what does he mean to me? And this question is exactly what John is posing right now. Are you the one who is to come? Or do we have to wait even more? As John begins to culture these doubts, I venture to say many of us sitting here have experienced the very same thing. We have not seen that miraculous turnaround in our lives. In fact, for many, probably nothing has even changed. You just go about your daily life, believing in Christ, coming to church, but you don't see any of the miraculous healings or miracles that Jesus has performed in the Gospels. But yet, even though our lives are more like the story of Ruth, there is something miraculous at work. So you were once dead, and you have now been made alive. It is faith that is constantly at work in you. It is working its way from your ear and into your heart, giving you a new heart, one that yearns for Christ. So as John sends his disciples to confirm John's doubts or to hopefully reassure John, Jesus doesn't answer in the fact of, don't you know who I am? I, I am the Messiah. But in fact, he answers in the fashion of how a preacher would. He demonstrates all that has happened. He, in fact, is preaching to the disciples so that they can go back to John and preach to him to deliver that good news. That the blind now have sight, the deaf can hear, the lame can walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the poor have been given good news. And he walks through just a few of these miracles that he's performed. But I really like what he says here about the poor. Thinking all the way back to the Beatitudes we visited a few short weeks ago, 
This is exactly what John, uh, Jesus was saying on the Sermon on the Mount when he made that reference to the poor in spirit. These are those who are afflicted. A deeper unpacking of this passage draws us to a conclusion that Jesus is actually continuing to fill prophecy. See, everything that Jesus is telling his disciples is the fulfillment of prophecy. And all we have to do is go through and read the, the book of Isaiah, and we would find how he fits all of these prophecies. The poor in spirit are a fulfillment of Isaiah 61. Further proving to these disciples that this man was indeed the Christ that they had been waiting for. This is the one that John had preached about. The one that John had paved the way and made the path straight. This Jesus is the Christ, is the Messiah, the final one to come to save humanity. Now I could spend hours pouring over this text. There is such beauty just in these short verses that we have read. But for time constraints, I will just refer back to the original question that I asked you. Who is this Jesus? In fact, he really just established to the listener who he is. All of the things that he's done, the miraculous miracles he's performed, the fulfillment of Scripture. Now, if you've listened to some of the sermons over the past summer as we've walked through the Gospel of Luke, we have paid witness to this concept that Luke writes to the reader that they should be aware of what he's referring to. And that's exactly how this is taken in Matthew. All of these things that Jesus has done has been the fulfillment of all of these prophecies that Isaiah had spoken about some 700 years earlier. And so the, the crowd that is around Jesus and Matthew writing all of this down expect the reader to know just exactly what is being told here. Oh, that's right. Jesus did these things, which is a connection to how Isaiah said he would. If Isaiah said he's going to raise the dead, Jesus raises the dead. That's one of the fulfillments. So the question then is, does this convince you of who Jesus is? Does this shed light on the Messiah? Are you certain that who this Christ is, is indeed the one to set you free? He is the one who has given sight to the blind. He's allowed the lame to walk. He's cleansed the lepers. He's raised the dead. And this is just a small portion of the qualifications of the Messiah. In fact, Isaiah lays out so many more prophecies that Jesus will go on to fulfill in his ministry and in his death and resurrection. He fulfills every one of them. Every prophecy given, some 300 prophecies in the Old Testament, are fulfilled in this one man. That is Christ the Lord. He is the one who is to come. The one that John had foreseen and preached about. This is the one who John had spoken that the sandals of whom I can't even untie. He is the one who carries his winnowing fork, the one who is cleaning and clearing the thrashing floor. 
is the one who is come to fulfill all righteousness. That helps us again prove with indisputable proof that Jesus is more than just a mere teacher. He's more than just a, a Jewish rabbi that struck the good gold luck of how to make it to heaven. He's more than just some moral teacher, some example that we should live by. He is, in fact, it. He's all of it. He's the Messiah. He is the one who lives and reigns today and forevermore. So to answer John's question, are you the one to come? The answer is yes. Jesus fulfills all of these obligations. Jesus is the one that we turn our attention to. And so as we continue in this Advent series, we reflect on this notion of, was Jesus merely a good moral compass to follow, or was he something more? And that's exactly how John and his disciples approached this situation. Are you really the Messiah, or are you just, are you just some prophet? Are you just another one that has to come for the Messiah? John had forgotten that he was the final prophet, the one to pave the way, make way for the Lord. And so now we have Christ in our midst, preaching and healing and fulfilling all righteousness. That is who Jesus is. So as I had said, as you go forward this day, ponder these questions in your mind. Who is Jesus to you? And what is your relationship to him? Is he merely just somebody that you pay homage to a couple times a year? Or is he truly the Messiah, the one who has set your soul free? The one has, who has freed you from sin and death? Who has provided you salvation, eternal life, and forgiveness of sin? Thank you for tuning in to another sermon brought to you by Pastor Alex at Stratford Evangelical Lutheran Church. If you have enjoyed these sermons and you are interested in helping support our church, you can do so by going to stratfordlutheran.org 
and clicking on the About Us tab, then you will see a little link that says Support Our Church. You can click on that. It'll bring you to a page called Vanco, and you can sign in, create an account, and you can either do a one-time gift or you can set up recurring gifts. It's easy, it's convenient, it's secure. It's what we've been using for the last four years in our church for our online giving platform. So we would ask you to prayerfully consider helping support our church as we continue to provide you godly-centered content in the years to come. Thank you once again for listening, and God bless.